everybody, and welcome to Listen, Money Matters. Procrastination is like masturbation. It feels good until you realize you're fucking yourself. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you? And what are you drinking? That I love that catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, thank uh, you for uh, Kevin S. Thank you for that catchphrase. Just, mm. just get that out of the way. Thank you, Kevin. I, I'm extra happy because I'm drinking. So you have your... Uh, brewery Weldworks that you drink like only, almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. Um, well, around here there's a lot of Evil Twin. Yep. And I am drinking a big ass money stout. And nice. The, the label just has dollar bills and slices of pizza on it. I don't. Why is that? I don't know. But that pretty much are the two. Those are the two icony things that represent me as a person. Yeah. Money pizza. and pizza. Mm. While mm. drinking a beer, like nailed it. Yeah. Uh, believe it or not, I'm also drinking an Evil Twin beer. Oh yeah, and it's called <laughs> I and Love it's a You. Stout. I call you. It's called I Love You with my stout. Mm. I don't know what that means, but there is a little thing on the side here. Uh, it's actually in Brooklyn. Yeah. Ah, all right, cool. It's, it's nearby here, but you know, because you were saying, I didn't know what you were drinking. You said yeah. it was like twelve something percent. Twelve percent, yeah. That's 12? actually the name of their LLC, 12% LLC. Oh, that's that's awesome. Yeah. Is that on, does that say it on your can? Mine somewhere? says 17.2%. Oh, boy. Uh, but uh, no, mine says Lurvig, I guess. Huh. Oh, know. they might be a contract brewer. Oh, no, you're right. Distributed by 12% LLC. Interesting. Brooklyn, New York. Cool. Well, mine's pretty good. I like it. Mm, um, mine is damn good. Well, we're going to need the alcohol today because uh, we are talking about should I buy a house? So to kind of like frame it. Yeah. Um, it was just a random day and you kind of text me like, hey, like, can we talk? I need to talk. Yeah. And we just kind of talked. And so that is what you will hear. And it is um, it is very real. So here's the thing. Every time we jump on Skype, we set our recorders to just automatically record. So that just in case moments like this happen, we have an audio recording of it because we use our good mics and we use our headphones whenever we chat just, you know, as friends, like off the cuff through Skype. So this was a conversation and I am kind of trying to remember, I think this is like early December because mm-hmm. um, I was super depressed in early December because of my whole housing situation in, in Jersey. I have this, you know, I've, I talk about it all the time and complain about it, but. I remember being super bummed out about that. And and I and I was talking to you about that. I think that's where the conversation sort of started. And then it was like, I think it migrated to me wanting to buy a house here in Colorado and just feeling like I don't know. And you basically telling me What's what up? you your thoughts, yeah. Mm. About that. And uh I will say that uh I don't, you know, this was a month ago that we recorded this, but things are better. Because if it's if it sounds a little depressing, I, I I remember it being kind of sad, and then it turns around at the end. If I'm if I remember yeah. correctly, uh, but basically I've been um, I read this book called Profit First, and I'm employing that in my business, and I'm I'm taking more money out of my business instead of sacrificing myself and trying to save as much cash as possible, uh, so that when the time comes, and it's not ready yet, but when the time comes, I will have cash to buy a house the one that you want the one that i want yep the one that you i love 
and I and I think you say this in the episode, but if you don't say it, I want to just I want to say it right now before we get started. But you said something that has stuck with me for the last month, and I've told probably three or four people personally what you said, and it's an anecdote, and I love it. It's mm. he's like his is I'll, I'll, I'm going to pretend to be Andrew. <clears throat> you said you're going to be that guy who who there's going to be a couple somewhere in the world who you know bought a house that they couldn't afford and. They need to get out of the house because maybe they got a job somewhere else. So they're going to have to move. And you're going to come in like the superhero you are and go, hey, I, I see that you want to get rid of this house. Uh, look, I'll take it off your hands. No problem. I'll be there. But I want it for this price. And they're like, you know what? We have to sell it. So, yeah, just give it to me. Yeah, sell it. I'll sell it to you. I take the house and I'm their hero because I came in, swooped in and bought their house because they needed to sell it because they were in dire straits. And at the same time. I got a killer deal because I waited, I was patient, and those people were in, in dire straits, and I actually helped them out. So I'm both the angel, and I am the guy who gets a killer deal on a house. That's right. And I'm like, that is a great scenario to think about, is like, save someone else's, save someone else from their mistake, while at the same time getting something that is worth it for you. Make it your huge win. Make it the huge win. So I am all about that, and I have, and I, you know, so let's just let's just get into the episode. Let's do it. Deal. Yo, w- what's up? Is that is that your Sunday hoodie? Yeah, Sunday hoodie. <laughs> um, just. Coming to coming to terms that I am uh, super depressed over this condo situation. Which the New Jersey one? Yeah. Just trying to. I just texted my land or my property manager and was like, "Dude, I need to talk to you because I'm losing my fucking mind." I'm I'm trying to deal with. Not necessarily the money part of it, I don't think. Cause if it's the time part, you know that you're too involved. It's it's not time. It's my mental anguish you're, you're over this mistake. It's how do I change my mindset thing? Like, I literally have no fucking help. Like, I, I got no one on my side. Like, everyone's just like... Matt, trying- I'm on your side. Ask well, me things. I mean- well, I like, I've already done my research, at least. At least I think I did. There's no property management companies in my area. So, like, I am stuck with, like, individuals. And it's a, it costs me $100 a month for him. Not that, like, he really is a stickler about the money part. Because, I mean, let's just talk with real numbers, right? So, you bought it in 2008 for 175108 right? Is yeah, that, that sounds so, about right. And right now, the Zestimate is 147391 So, minus 147391 So, if you were to close this out... Right now, and you just punted the entire process out. You would need to have cash, two thousand twenty-seven thousand seven hundred seventeen dollars. I would never take a hit like that. That's just that's a lot of money, dude. And so, this was, and and we could I could look at the estimate because I th- I think you need to understand like it is a shitty situation that you've turned into really not a bad like honestly, Matt. Over the course of, and let's forget this woman, let's say to the beginning of 2018, on average, how much do you eat a month? 
one to two hundred dollars. Yeah, uh, and, and not so include. Well, no, I, I mean that's including no turnovers. So, and it's been uh, eleven years. Wait, yeah, no, no, it's been. I'm sorry, ten years. So well, I say, lived in it. I lived in it for the first five. Okay, so I, so, so, so then so it's been five say years. five five years of losing two hundred a month, right? Uh, it's more than two hundred a month because we'll, we'll if, add in. Incidental. So that well, if I have if I if I have a new tenant every year, which I pretty much have, um, and you count like the that if you, even if you count like let's even if you were conservative and said it costs two thousand dollars to turn over the property, and then plus the first month's rent goes to the real estate company that you know, um, you're talking about close to thirty five hundred a year. So like if you divide that by 12 and add it to the $200, it's like more like, you know, it's obviously more significant. I think that you're looking at this from the woe is me angle. I am. And certainly. I think that's exactly that you, my problem. <laughs> well, I think that you fucking cleaned up. I mean, so the so say you lost $200 a month over five years. That's $12,000, right? So you've lost $12,000 so far. The, the Zestimate graph doesn't go back far enough for uh 2008 uh for 100 um i mean if the zestimate's 147 right i mean Mm -hmm. i would say like 130 somebody would buy it for 130 today well uh, no i meant in in like 2008 2009 because what what i'm trying to show you oh i got a i got a fucking deal on my place so it was definitely no one was buying anything in 2008 all oh no 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 no! Not we're not we're not talking about like we're talking about pre two thousand eight. Like people were buying like crazy. Okay, you didn't get a deal. You did not get no a deal. I, no I didn't. But 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 compared to everyone else in that development, I did yes. But not you're right. In the grand scheme of things, no. I got the literally paid the most amount of money for this place ever. Okay, and it will probably so, never. And if we're at the if we're at the peak market right now, like that property is never going back to one seventy five. Mm. No, no it, it might not. But it no. doesn't have to because okay. we've talked about ways that, that you can approach this. So one, and, and I don't let's, – let's assume that someone – there was actually going to be a buyer in 2008 for $100,000, which is bullshit. No one was going to buy it, let alone for 100000 But if you were able to sell it, that means you would have – you essentially lost $75,000, Yeah. right? And so – now over five years and we could add in so let's add in uh incidentals of eight thousand dollars over five years not well, counting also, your monthly loss also there was a whole year where it was vacant so i paid for that too okay we have seventy five thousand as as a optimistic loss in the mm-hmm. beginning and we could add in all the thousands of dollars but i think you could see that like over the last five years or, or whatever, you you have essentially stemmed the loss of at least forty thousand dollars. Okay. Right. Yeah. And because you haven't sold it, you really haven't lost anything. So you've so say you lost twenty thousand dollars over ten years. And the thing is, you do have an asset that could potentially make you money in the future if if we did uh or if you did like a refinance remortgage which we had talked about right that that was certainly one option yeah you mean like push it back to 30 years again right so, mm-hmm. so you rewind reduces the cost and then it is actually profitable a month look step one you want to get a tenant in 
right? Because you could like use something like roof stock to sell this property, property with tenant, like, and if the numbers look good, uh, an investor will buy it. And but the, the, the point being, Matt, is this super sucks. Obviously, it super sucks. My indie property was vacant for almost six months of this year. That super sucks. And that's the one I'm taking the most risk on because it's on my personal, social, yada, yada, yada. Um, but I think if you look at it high level, you took a loss of 75000 or more. And you've only lost maybe twenty. And that's not to say that like it doesn't get better. Right? Like this there would have been a monthly profit potentially or break even with this tenant, provided she paid what she was gonna pay. We did the math. And then if you refinanced, you might have even turned a profit on it. Well, now I would have. That's the thing. Like I got this weird I got this so I got a surplus check in the mail today. Mm. Right? Or yesterday. For taxes and Yeah, thirteen hundred though. That's awesome. It's a big surplus. And my mortgage is going down by a hundred dollars a month because they they assess the taxes. Then they assess the taxes because they're escrowing your taxes. Right. Right. So like, dude, it super sucks. I've sent umpteenth million angry emails to property people. Yeah. Okay. So how do you? I mean, look, you went in buying these properties with that in mind. Like you knew. You knew this was going to happen. Like, You're you an accidental landlord. I'm an a- so I had this little like I need to figure out a way to get over that mental hurdle of like I, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. Okay, you know what I mean. That's what it Matt, feels like. The news flash for the rest of your life, you will be taken advantage of. That is just no, I'm, and I'm it's not smart. because you're Matt Jiveny. What? I'm too smart and good looking. It's not going to happen. <laughs> Right. <laughs> don't don't bank on those being the things that uh because i'll tell you what you're not smart enough and you're not good looking enough to not be com- and to be completely taken advantage of because here, here's some realities okay one is you have this property which is valuable that people can suck value from from you yeah. you have a slew of businesses that people can and will suck value from you from you have uh, influence or whatever that people will use you and take advantage of you to gain access to that stuff. And this is shit. This is like real life shit that will happen for the rest of your life. And and if you're lucky and if you're good, it'll only get worse as time goes on because you're being more successful. So I don't think that's a good way to look at it. It's You should try and limit, you know, what happens and I think that you should delegate some of this stuff out. Like, dude, I paid $800 a month for Pinterest that we've yeah. essentially decided was stupid and we're not going to do it. The I think price could have been a taken advantage of thing. The amount could have been. It was a mistake. And and I learned and I'm not going to do it. But do you pay that, for that? That is you- thousands more than what you lost on this month with the property. All right. So I can get behind the math, which I need. Money is a just math, dude. I know, but what I need is I think I like I, I told you like I need some sort of like mental separation from this property, right? I need it to be its own kind of thing, and I think that hiring this property manager like got did a lot of that when it was just me and him, and then as soon as there's a third person involved, it was like, how do you like? He's literally texting me like she, you know, I know she's not paying because it's going through my fucking account. And it's like, I don't think I, I think it needs to not do that. I think I need to what like find. What do you mean find, going through your account? So like it, we use Cozy 
and I'm mm. and it goes right into my bank account. And so like when it, when a payment fails, like I know it. Oh, so you're saying she's not attempting it. It literally uh, she has no money in her account and and Cozy's trying to suck it out and they're like it's it's not working. And so I'm like, God damn it, it's a fucking deadbeat in my house. And then I have to call him and go, yo, you need to start fucking, you know, you need to do this. And because okay. he does 2018, stop calling people. You could do an email, texting. right? I do text. texting. Don't, yeah. Dude, text is immediate. That's interruptive. You're on the couch with Stephanie, like chilling. And then you get a text because, you know, the time yeah. zone is whatever. And now you're right. pissed. Right. You get an email. And you right. deal with it tomorrow. I... Need some sort of system because I I felt like when I my last tenant was in there and I was in control that it was so much better because it was I was an email I never checked I had a VA that was checking those emails and she would only add it to Asana she wouldn't it wouldn't be through Slack she would add a task to Asana like hey this but but my last tenant paid on time all the time and so like she was fucking great for two and over a year and a half and I'm like. I want that again. And um, right now, it's like I, I hired this guy to mitigate my stress, and it's literally gone the complete opposite. And it's like, do I... That's you, though. You're doing that to yourself. And, and yeah, I think... How do I, is, fix, is how do I fix somebody from like... It is worth considering why is this stressing you out? Not like... Forget about the numbers... Yeah. Uh, let's not bullshit each other. You can float that and still do everything sure. you want to do. Well, I don't know. Can I buy a house? I I mean, I have repeatedly told you I think it's a terrible idea right now for you, right now as in the date and time of these conversations. I think that you should wipe that from your mind for like a year. And I think that you will super appreciate it. No, like, I am. Save. I, mean, next, I mean, next year though. I, like I, even I would year, say like, no, dude. I would say, you know, I, I have some really interesting graphs to show you because once, shame on, I don't know, the banks, twice the same mistake. Maybe that's shame on you. You have to, you have to like, uh, you have to balance your wants and your needs and like what is actually necessary. Like, I know what you want. I think that you are prescribing like too much value to this thing that really doesn't. It is a you think renting this shit out to this tenant is a pain in the ass. Like owning a property is a pain in the ass, Matt. I own, I own one. I know. Yeah. And I have to fucking manage it from a distance. Yeah. Ta- I mean, I'm surprised the taxes went down in Williamstown, New Jersey. I, I am do, do you too, think but taxes are going down in Boulder? <laughs> no, I'm not talking about in Boulder actually now. We've we've kind of shifted our mindset, but I yeah, I can look at my so my tax assessment is sitting right here. It's one twenty six is fucking low. And I'm like, okay. great, I got money back and whatever, but if shit hits the fan, I'm not gonna be able to sell it. And then I don't know. Yeah, I don't know, man. I just, I don't know. I literally fucking don't know. And we're about to talk to a broker and I'm about to get like a dose of reality check. <laughs> oh my God, Matt, Matt, stop, 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 stop. You're, you're, you're doing the same thing over again. You're making a mistake. Please just cancel the meeting. I did. Okay. Because uh, here's the thing with money. And, and I think that you know this. The thing with money 
is it often acts as a proxy for confidence. Remember how you felt when you had no money? Yeah. And your your personal confidence and all the things. And, un, and imagine, and then remember how you felt when your credit card was filling up and you're spending too much in the business and then you sold a business, which you could spin into however you want to spin it. But given no issues, you could have just let it sit there like you've done for years with Swim University. Mm-hmm. So remember how you felt then. And, you know, think of how you felt right before this person called you with this property. I would prescribe a lot of confidence to you. Your your net worth has been doing really well. You have been making money. You are you're taking money out of your business and you have like a cushion. You have 70 something thousand dollars 90. which will 90 dude. That that will weather you through almost anything. I mean, I couldn't even imagine what could you could fucking do to yourself to lose $90,000. And dear God, I hope you're Skyping with me during the process so I could stop you. So, so think of that. And now, like, what do you want to do? You want to get another house. And literally the home is the, that, the one home that you did buy has been the bane of your existence. Mm-hmm. I own multiple and I've been repeatedly telling you that it sucks. And I have plenty of cash. And do you see me buying more properties? I, I don't know. I mean, you you would know, but no, I haven't. I haven't bought any properties for two to three years. And so now imagine you with another home you could live in or whatever. Then it's a total money pit. Yeah. And zero dollars in your bank account. No buffer. You're going to feel like shit, dude. All of a sudden, you want to go out to a bar and ball. Now, what is it going to do? It's going to mean it's going to be no impact on anything. You could run negative for months in your business and be fine personally, but you're going to put yourself on the precipice again. But tell me that there is a point at which I can. There is a point in which you can. And I feel like we to a degree like we've kind of talked about this. There are numbers and we and we can sit down and get real nerdy with spreadsheets. There there are numbers that like you can buy a house and be comfortable, but yeah. the number is not nuking everything you have, right, right, and it is right. not nuking ninety five percent, ninety, eighty. Like all of a sudden, when all of your worth, like it just was, is added to this one asset, what a, I mean, like it's ridiculous. But if a meteor came and hit that house, you still have to pay the mortgage, but you can't rent it out. Like. Don't do that to yourself, dude. You are in such a good place now. You like I think you can see and feel the exponential improvements in your setup because you're saving. Yeah. yeah. Look, uh I will send you all of these terrible doomsday graphs and I don't know when it'll happen. You know, and yeah. it may be years, but why don't you buy a deal for once in your life? Why don't you get the house from the people who just did what you are telling me you want to do. They bought something they can't afford with everything they have, and then they lost their job or something, and they need a shrewd dude like you to come in and rescue them for an awesome deal. Hmm. Because it's about time you had one of those to brag about. I agree. That's a good way to think of it. Well, I'm, I'm relieved that you agree. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm still. That's fine. I can I can deal with that. I think what I'm more concerned about is how do I 
like, I guess I need to set up some sort of process to just get me emotionally out of this other house. Meaning, so, like, it, it can still exist and I can still pay for it or do all those things. But, like, I, if, if I get a... If I get an email, even a text message, what anything, dude, it's gonna, you're it's gonna already eighty percent of the way there. You have a property manager. I do. He sounds like someone who cares and will do a good job. Yes. He had no idea that she, she had. He had no better idea than you or anyone besides I don't know Bank of America that she was going to be a deadbeat. Like yes. that sucks. Sometimes the dice roll and you get like I don't know snake eyes or whatever. Whatever the one sure. is really is snake yeah. eyes bad. Yes, it, it's bad and in, in craps. Yes. <laughs> but you have a VA who is from, who is familiar with dealing with the rental property. You could even put the VA in between you and your property manager guy. You can ask him to not text you and only send emails. Mm-hmm. I only get emails and I don't I usually takes me almost a week. First of all, it takes me almost a week to reply to any email, mm-hmm. but I think about it. I discuss with Laura, Hem, and Haw, and then I send one short email based on what we think is best. When you get yeah. a text, it's immediate. It's in your face. So I think get rid of the text. If you need to, layer it so she can deal with whatever and it, it distills down to you. And I think you need to know that any decision that you make with this property does not matter. It really doesn't matter. If you, it takes you three months to stick someone in there and they're paying $100 less than your mortgage, you're fine. I don't think As long gonna... as you don't do something dumb, like spend 100% of your money on another fucking house. Okay. I can do that. Like, you're, you're starting to feel the wealth. Let it marinate a little bit, dude. <laughs> All right. Will, will I ever make money on this property? Yeah, you absolutely will make when, money on this property. Like, what do I have to do? Because I think if I start to, if it, if it starts, the faster I can get to that goal, hmm. and I don't know how to do that, or at least so it, here, I know here's it's the coming. Cool thing, this is the cool thing with properties. Is so, first of all, if you put your money in the market, you're yeah. going to earn on average 7%. We've beaten that to death on, on the show, yeah. right? Homes. Uh, have generally outperformed the market, but but the the rule of thumb is they will appreciate about three percent a year. So you'll like meet or beat inflation these days. You'll, which you'll has not inflation. happened to me. It's gone down, right? Your home has not gone down in value. Well, I yeah, mean, I, it has gone down since you bought it at the little. You like brag about how you literally bought it at the pinnacle and based yeah. on the price and the Zillow thing. Like holy shit. The fact that it hasn't even remotely close to recovered, you definitely did. So you yes. can you can still brag about that. <laughs> tell that the, anecdote. Yeah, but the thing is, these people are paying your taxes. You know, the, for the, you know the long and short of it is that they're paying your mortgage, they're paying the interest. The property is gaining in value. You know, you could refinance now and uh, reduce the payment and get much closer to profitability. And then over time, just due to inflation and stuff, the rent price will go up. But your mortgage is fixed and your debt is in dollars. And because of inflation, those dollars are worth less and less every year. So your asset increases in value because of inflation, right? It appreciates. Your debt decreases because you print so much dollars and these dollars are worth less. Your costs are fixed and your income goes up. That is like why rental properties are so awesome. Obviously, you'd want one that was profitable and you'd do the numbers. You're an accidental landlord. But 
time will dig you out of it. You just have to be patient. I guess I don't. I guess I don't know what that time is. And I, I thought I, dude, twenty years, Matt. Twenty, just stick a marker. We're in like twenty eighteen. So, so basically, when my, when my, when my mortgage is paid off. <laughs> if you refinance, it won't be paid off in twenty. No, years. that's right. And it doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all. Have you, were you unable to spend $40,000 on your credit card because you have this dumb house in New Jersey? No, no one cares. No, this right. debt is just like insulated and it's whatever. So if you put your mind that it's going to be profitable in 20 years, you're certainly give less of a, a shit than anything else because that's way in the future. Mm -hmm. It'll probably beat your expectations. Yeah, I guess between now and 20 years, I need to figure out a way to mitigate my stress over it you know like i, I just have to figure and, that and, out and pull yourself out because this, this is this is the story this is the story that you know grandpa matt tells to i don't know whoever the youngins are i bought the most expensive house ever in 2008 because i was really really dumb and i paid more than anyone else ever would for something that was not worth whatever Right. And I could have lost $75,000, which in your day is a million dollars or whatever sure. will be in this future thing. But instead, I held on to it. I delegated all the work. And now I'm passing it on to you. And I actually lost $0. I turned a profit. And now you, people who are getting my shit when I die, get this asset tax-free. You're welcome. And so your, your long and short story is you actually didn't lose a dollar because same thing with the stock market. We're not trying to make money in a year. Mm. You're like, you bought this. You're going to buy and hold it. You made a bad decision. But this is one that you can turn around. It'll be profitable. Mm. And then and then that's the victory story. Or, yeah. or you're just like, I can't deal with it. And then you just eat $27,000. Yeah. So I think the move that you're, I'm, I'm maybe thinking about is I got to talk to my guy tomorrow. Because he said he can't talk today. He'll talk tomorrow. I'll be home. You know, if I want, he wants to go out to dinner or something. Um, but I just want to be like, look, um, I know you got. I know you said you won't take rent payments, but how much would it cost for you to actually do that? Because I know you do it for your own tenants. How much would it cost me for had to have you take the payments and to just and take your cut and then just just you know you can Venmo me the rest or PayPal me the rest or whatever in every six months or whatever I don't care. Um, I have my I can put my uh, mortgage payment on automatic whatever, and I kind of and like and don't text me ever again. Just email me. What you me. do is you create a bank account, you put ten thousand dollars in it or whatever. The mortgage mm -hmm. comes out of that. You don't deposit anything in. Rent comes in there. Mortgage goes out of there, and it just doesn't even matter anymore. I would love for that, him that's to what, do that. Right? Why wouldn't he do that? I think that. Probably your process is more a control freak thing. No, I than... no, I no, absolutely the opposite. He just he just told me he what he wasn't willing to do, and so I just said, "Well, shit, okay, well then I'll just have to figure out a way to do that." But even still, like I mean, whether he collects it and takes the thing, or you collect it through Cozy and then schedule a payment, like yeah. doesn't matter because one, it could be not out of your personal account, right? And whatever emails Cozy sends could go to the same email address that your VA goes to, and she can give you a monthly summary, whatever, or just not tell you. I, I, I think 
it, it doesn't matter. Like, I think you need to look at it not like this terrible thing that's like burning you to the ground because it's the furthest thing from the truth. You made a smart decision by not eating it. Besides the fact you weren't able to eat it before. You would have been the typical bankrupt, all that bullshit thing, but you weren't, right? Mm-hmm. You've held on to it. Right. Now, now, like, if you were to sell it, it like, the loss would have been, like, half what it was. I get, you I know? Get, yeah, I know. I just, I get, you know. It's a, it's a win. A, it's a yeah. win of a shitty situation. It's hard to see it that way, but I get what you're saying. And Math, I just think, <laughs> I know, but I also think just, like, when it, when I, when shit goes wrong there, it just fucking, it's, it just, it's a reminder that you, I have this shitty situation, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's like, you know, uh. But you don't, don't need know, to feel like that because you literally built a business that earns more in a year than the entire value of this stupid property that's stressing you out. And so you're letting this little thing. I mean, that's a that's a good point. <laughs> and, and can I just like take a hundred thousand dollars and just pay it the fuck off and <laughs> and just let it sit? Why? There? Why? Why? When you could lose nothing, you're, don't put more money into a money pit, dude. All right. So I just need to come up with a process for dealing with the property itself and i maybe i can get help with on that i i think you're that right you have... that's honestly what it is like i i took it back when i did when i had a va and i had a good tenant like i fucking was great i was i felt great about it and Even you know i was, was losing 200 dollars a month i didn't give a shit yeah and he was vacant for a while and you survived that well we're, yeah we're that, but about... that was stressful as hell that was okay too. but you're also in a different financial position now and like let that strength of your bank account that like literally gives you strength stay there so that it continues to not bother you yeah i guess if i maybe i just need more money in my bank account we're working on it dude yeah i know like every day we pick up our shovels yeah and we i mean all right thank you i'm gonna i don't want to waste your time today no i mean it's it's not a waste of time i just i i one don't want you to make a bad decision i won't i won't i won't I, I just, you know? I, you know, sometimes I just feel like I'm alone in this. You know, it's like I, my mom's like, yeah, fucking sell it. I'm like, yeah, you're right. Fucking, I don't want it to stress anymore. And it's don't like, take, don't take money advice from them. What would right, Stephanie say? She would probably be much well, more level headed. Yeah. But it. right now she's like, you're, this is stressing you out so much. Like, I don't want to see you go through this. And that's what Jason's thing was. Is like, dude, I'm, you're, I'm watching you be stressed. Like fucking walk away. You know, it was mm. like, uh, and I and I just like I can't do that. That would be a fucking blow to my. I would be a bigger blow to my ego to be like, oh, you worked so hard to build your credit up to like eight fifty or whatever fuck it is now, only to go to yourself and walk yeah. away and like like look at what you've done over the past like honestly like five years right for your situation, right. and I think like if you look at it holistically, you took your you took what was a terrible negative like net worth terrible negative, and I. Well, I smoothed it. I didn't. I didn't necessarily fix it, but I didn't. I didn't. I didn't trash it. Like I didn't. Like I have friends that walked away from their properties, and now they'll you know they'll rent for the rest of their lives. You you were able to keep the balls in the air long enough. So now, like literally, making no decision is saving you money by the month. Right. I just need to figure out a way to continue making zero decisions and completely removing it from my like thought process because if it's Which gone and I don't so know happens if to, that's the best thing that you're that's the one thing that you're incredibly good at yeah I know D- didn't right. you like create the course on Asana for bloggers yeah 
that you All can right. go to moneylab.co slash we're not we're not recording an ad right now. <laughs> right. No, no, no. But I think we should use this as an episode. That's pretty good. <laughs>